What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hustle and Grind podcast, episode number 12, with me, Jason Hartwell from JK Blades. And we got Bubba from Sabit Outdoor Survival. And we are back to hopefully entertain and not bore you to death for about an hour. Uh, maybe more, maybe less. Depends on what we talk about and how much beer we got. So what's going on, Bubba? How you been this week? Oh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hustling, hustling, hustling. Hustling and grinding. Yeah, baby. There we go. All right, so I want to remind everybody about our sponsor. It is Phoenix Abrasives. They are your one-stop shop for all of your abrasive needs. You can find them online at www.phoenixabrasives.com slash shop. And they're on Instagram and Facebook. I almost said MySpace again. <laughs> it's two weeks in a row I'm getting old. So, yeah, and they are going to be at Blade Show this week. Uh, I think we're up to like eight days now. Not eight or nine days. They will be at table 3AA in the main hall. So make sure you stop by there and check them out. And aside from that, uh, oh, I forgot about something. Um, you remember last week we was talking and we were saying, you know, other people might be on the show and, you know, some people will talk to me and they're real polite about it and mm-hmm. some people are just dicks. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? We've got B-Cone Knives. Brian Cohn is in the house. What's up, Brian? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I found that new button, man. I found that button last week. I said, I've got to find a reason to press that. I love that for some reason. Yeah, man, we're on liftoff over here. Right? Yeah, we got royalty in the house now. Yeah, full speed ahead. (laughs) I don't know about royalty, but I'm here. Yeah, man, we was talking about you last week. I don't know if you caught the show or not, but... Oh, of course I caught the show. I listen every week, man. You've got a great show going. Oh, well, thank you. We appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, we talked about you and how you were polite and all, and, you know, how you kind of sent me a message being just, a, you know, a gentleman, you know. Yes, sir. Got it. So, so uh, and I mean, you jumped on that Instagram live the other day and had a good time. So I was like, this dude's down to earth. Let's get him on the show, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fireworks yeah, and pyro included. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I always tend to try to burn down my shop whenever I uh, do a porch hour with CJ. I was just about but. to bring that up. Did you come to a solution? <laughs> Did you move your damn forge? Or Yeah, I think I'm just going to go somewhere? ahead and move it because uh, <laughs> having a forge underneath of a wooden shelf is a bad idea. It looks fun to me. <laughs> yeah, I've actually, I had my forge uh, way back in the day just sitting on a wooden workbench. And <laughs> that was dumb. Well, I'll take that back. It wasn't full-blown dumb because it was on two fire bricks. But it was yeah. a fire brick at the back and a fire brick at the front because I didn't have enough to go the <laughs> length of it. And it got hot hey, man, if it, right in the middle to char that wood. If it if it works, it's not dumb. Yeah, that's true. I got to find – I'm working on this week maybe if I can find some time. I'm hoping I can get my forge its own dedicated stand because uh, my – Beaumont Metalworks 2x72 grinder is now in the spot where the forge was. The grinder is finally awesome. here. But, yes, sir. That's awesome. Yeah, but that takes up so much space. I got to make something for the forge, but I want to do something outside. <laughs> you know, just to get the forge out of the shop. When it's 100 degrees outside in Georgia and you turn on the forge, you're not <laughs> doing much other than... You're about to roast to death if you do that. Yeah, you got to... I mean, you basically have to go out in the yard to cool off where it's 100 
and then step into the shop just long enough to grab your workpiece and beat on it or whatever. And, you know, that just kind of heats your shop up for the rest of the day where you ain't going back in there. Well, Beaumont sent you a new awning too, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I could use that Juggers awning. I got my banner in the mail today. And, you know, I see banners in people's shops, and I guess their shops obviously are way bigger than mine. <laughs> Dude, I, I could roll myself up and, and make a sleeping bag out of this thing. It is enormous. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. So, but it, it's cool. I'm gonna get it hung up somewhere. I might actually put it that's on the cool, that's cool. outside of my shop, um, where I live at, where my shop is. It's a four way intersection, so a lot of people will see it. But I've got a feeling nobody will know what a Beaumont Metalworks is. <laughs> and if they do, hey, we might could be friends. You never know. So, I, I bet if I was going down the road and seeing a Beaumont Metalworks sign in somebody's yard, I'd stop and chit chat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what you been working so on, man? Speaking I, of. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of, have you have you been able to turn on your grinder yet? Oh, dude. <laughs> okay. So you know I told you I've uh I've been a fan of race cars my whole life. And I used to mm-hmm. have a drag car that was a Honda. So, you know, there's a Honda and then there's a Honda race car. Dude, I turned mm-hmm. on a Lamborghini. <laughs> I mean, it is unreal. I mean, it's, yeah, man. it blew my mind. I hadn't really had time to do much with it. I've been so busy with other things. Uh, but I've run it, and I've ground out a couple of blades. I had a mm-hmm. an eighth-inch thick, uh, I guess you'd call it a, kind of a bushcraft-style knife, about a five-inch long blade. And it was just, you know, profiled. No grinding whatsoever done. And I got that thing to a full... Dime width bevel, ready for heat treat in four minutes on both sides. Mm-hmm. Now that literally yep. would have taken me hours, and who knows how many belts. But I did that with one belt, and there's plenty. Yeah. There's plenty left on that belt. I mean, yeah, man. When when I started out, I was on a one by thirty as well. And let me tell you, the first time you use a two by seventy two, holy cow! Yeah. If you're a knife maker out there and you're not using a two by seventy two, it's worth every penny. Absolutely. Go and get one. Get working on it. If you're going to take it seriously, it's worth the investment. Oh, my gosh. It's 2 by 72 just so much better than anything else you're going to be working on. Yeah, I've got to get me a dip tank, though, because that son of a bitch gets hot fast. Get a mystery, <laughs> old buddy. Silly. I mean, I'm talking about stupid fast. Yeah. Actually, man, um, if, you check out my, if you check out my YouTube channel, I have a little um, mist sprayer, a little water sprayer. That thing will absolutely mitigate all of that heat. You ain't got it no is YouTube so much better. <laughs> you know, I got to plug it. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, it. man. Well, you didn't. You ain't yeah. got a YouTube channel unless you tell everybody where it's at and what the name of it is. Yeah, man. So I'm uh, B-Cone Knives, B-K-O-H-N Knives at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I've got a couple videos up on YouTube. But yeah, going back to it, that misting sprayer, I hardly even have a dip tank anymore just because, you know, once you have that mist sprayer up, I mean, it, it just keeps it cool as you grind, so it's perfect. What kind of mess does that make? I mean, you throw water around, but honestly, it feels good on a hot day. <laughs> See, that's what that last dude was talking about, the guy who makes all them 2 by 72s Yeah, Brian House. Brian House. I forgot for a second. That's the same thing he said he runs. And big shout-out to Brian House. When I was wiring my grinder the other day, it was about 9.30 at night, and I pulled up the wire diagram, and I looked at it, and it had... I, I can't remember the exact numbers, P3, T2, T8, all three of these together, and then wired up these three together. These two go together. I didn't need but three wires. 
there was 11 wires under that cover. <laughs> but what threw me off was there was a few of them already together in threes where Beaumont had run it, you know, before they sent it out, they test it. And the numbers on my wiring diagram was not matching up to the numbers they had twisted together. So I didn't, oh, want, no. I didn't want to cook my motor. You know what I mean? I didn't know to, whether right. to go with what they already had twisted up or go with this wiring diagram. So uh, I sent Brian a text message. I said, hey, man, I know it's late, but I got some grinder problems. You know, I'm trying to wire this motor if you got a second. And he gave me a call. And he said, the first thing he says, full disclosure, I'm three glasses of wine in, but I should still be able to help you out just <laughs> time. That's Brian, though. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's awesome, man. He called me and helped me out. And we figured out what had happened is I've got 110 in my shop. And before they shipped it, they must have tested it on 220. And that's where the difference was coming in. Mm-hmm. So, but either way, we got it figured out. And um, I think I was out there until right at midnight that night messing with it and, you know, just petting it and changing the speed. I love the, the way speed. it sounds, man. <laughs> you know, it just sounds sexy. It does, dude. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that little one by 30 had, I mean, it had so much vibration to it. This thing, you yeah. turn on, it's just, I mean. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, no, I think we were talking before, and you said you are going to keep your one by 30 out just for, like, little small tasks. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I thought the exact same way. I was going to keep my one by 30 out somewhere. It's been collecting dust in the corner. I haven't touched it since I got this brought back in. Well, the main thing I'm thinking I'm going to utilize my one by 34 is my little finger bangers and mini cleavers. I mean, mm-hmm. the handles on those are the size of your pinky finger. You know what I mean? And those yeah, J flex belts for the one by 30, I can take that up to 600 on the J flex and hit it with the buffer and it's done. You know. Yeah, in my last batch, I did what I call my uh, nano neck knife, which is just about the same way. The whole knife is about the size of your thumb. And uh, <laughs> putting that up and trying to, you know, grind precisely on a big old 2x72 kind of gets scary. But, I mean, you whip one of those things out and you get it done and, you know, so quick on that thing. So, it's I don't know. I'm sure you'll figure out the pros and cons of it. Yeah, and when I go to Blade this weekend, I'm going to check out some, you know, different belt options. Uh, I know they have, I don't know if they call them J-Flex belts or not, but they're scalloped edge belts for the 2x72, but they're only yeah. one inch wide. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look at those. I mean, just kind of see the weight. All I've got now is I've got uh, the 36 grit all the way up through 600. I got a pile mm-hmm. of a pile of each one of those. And um, I got some of those, I think they're called the Red Ripper from Phoenix. The, the super middle mover you know what i mean the mm-hmm. the hogging off material one yeah I, the red ripper i almost named that belt when it came out <laughs> they had a contest going on the on the phoenix page and i put in a suggestion and it got the second highest number of votes oh man i lost by one vote damn and it mm. would have been cool because the winner got like this two by 72 belt pack mm-hmm. all i had was a one by 30 at the time but that'd have been cool i'd have hung that up <laughs> on the wall for motivation you know yeah sure but yeah, the the belts are insanely large compared to what I'm used to. <laughs> but I, I do have a yep. real good feeling that everybody that's listening to this show has seen a two by seventy two belt if they make knives. So let's move on to something else. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> because if it was up to me, man, I'm telling you, I, I would talk about that jugger till my face turned blue. Dude, but, I was the same way when I when I got mine in. My girlfriend must just be, you know, must have been sick of it. Because I would just sit there. Oh well, you know, when I have this two by seventy two, and I'll be able to do this, that, and the other. And then 
you know, once I finally got it in, I was like, Oh, come on out to the shop. Let me show you me doing this, that, and the other with it. You know, yeah. it, it's just like anything. When you get a new toy, you gotta, you gotta talk about it. You're excited about it. That's awesome. The day before I got mine, me and my wife had had our weekly date night the night before. And before we went out, we were talking, you know, you want to go out tonight or you want to wait and go out tomorrow night? And we went, and went out that night, and she told me, she said, I'm glad we wasn't planning to go out tonight because we wouldn't have went. <laughs> I said, no, we still would have went. We just would have came home a lot earlier. <laughs> I would have skipped the second round of beers and tacos. But There you go. So what's been going on in your shop, Bubba? I know you got uh, a little stress on your plate right now. I can almost see it in your face. Dude, I got so much stuff to do, I don't want to be here. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, man. <laughs> Kick rocks, ho. I got to go. <laughs> nah, dude, man. We, we started talking about it last week, about what was possibly happening, and it's all happened. You That's know, like, like everything came through, and then now I'm doing upcycled Louis Vuitton stuff on top of everything. Oh, shit. Dude, I don't know. It's, there's money in it, though. Like, I'm debating on telling everybody else to go away and leave me alone and just start doing Louis Vuitton upcycled everything. Got to make that money, honey. Dude, it's, it's weird, and I don't like it, but the wife says it's fancy and it's selling, so... So what are you making out of it? I mean, I'm guessing upcycled means old pocketbooks and stuff. Yeah, she she kind of freaked me out. Bought a $300 pocketbook and cut it into strips. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, I about panicked. And then uh, <laughs> to do it, I'm not kidding. I was like, baby, I can repair. You know, because it was like normally $1,500. I was like, hey, I can fix that, and we can sell it for $1,500. No, she cuts it into strips, and I'm cutting that into little squares, sewing it on the hats and making earrings and stuff. Something I never thought I'd be doing. Yeah, but seems a little different from gun holsters, and it's a lot different. And in case you're curious, Louis Vuitton that looks like leather purses. It's not leather. It's canvas with some kind of weird coating on it. Hmm. I didn't know that. That sounds about right. The high dollar shit's the boogity shit. Boogity, yeah. So now I got to learn how to work with canvas. And then one of the other companies that is trying to get me to do work for them wants me to learn canvas. And I'm like, well, I mean, wouldn't that be a lot easier to sew with a machine? I don't know. I haven't used the machine on it yet. It seems to me like it would be just because you could poke a hole in it easier. Yeah, it pokes holes easier. Yeah. So we are uh, we're on Bubba's phone today. Normally, we get here and I tie my phone into the the little roadcaster board here and we take off. But I walked out of the house in a hurry, and what had happened was. <laughs> I didn't have much time at home today, so I went down to the shop just for a few minutes to kind of look around, and I'm going to get down there when I get home today from here. So I was kind of looking around, seeing what i do later, and I looked at the clock, and time was up. So I jumped in the truck and, you know, came straight here and left my phone. So what I'm doing right now is I want to give some shout-outs, but I'm looking for the people. Um, Bub, if you don't mind, you and you and Brian chit-chat just a second here. <laughs> Well, Brian? Because i got to learn how to work a phone I ain't never held and find who I'm looking for. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you need some help, you just let us know. The grown folks will be over here drinking beer and talking about Well, stuff. I'm going to try it by myself before I ask for help. All right. So, Brian, what is your biggest thing you do, man? What, what's your passion and what's your, I guess, flavor when it comes to what you do at your shop? Yeah, man. So, I'm a knife maker. Uh, just customs right now. Um, pretty much anything that you need that's a, a fixed blade I can make. Um I think the prettiest things I've ever made so far are my seven-inch K-tip chef knives and fillet knives. Those tend to be a crowd pleaser. Um, I don't know, man. They're just really pretty. I tend to uh, work with Damascus, but I just think that it's worth it. I mean, 
it it really it's gonna work. It's gonna cut just the same as regular steel, but Damascus just gives it that added little flavor on top. That's just gonna make it pretty, you know. Oh yeah, it leaves that cool design behind. And you make some of your own Damascus, don't you? No, I do not make Damascus yet. Okay. Um, that is definitely something I want to do. But I mean, this little shop that I have, I uh, don't have the equipment available. But gotcha, gotcha. Now, are you full time? How did you get to where you're at? Tell me that story. That's the purpose of this whole thing. So. I'm actually not full-time quite yet. Okay. So I'm actually, um, I, I stock groceries at Target, like you said in the last podcast. I forgot. Yep, so gotcha. so uh, I work I work at Target in the mornings normally, unloading truck and stocking shelves. And then at the end of the day, I'm, I'm finished my day in the shop, you know, working. I work normally right around somewhere between 20 and 30 hours at Target. And then, you know, the rest to fill out a 60-hour work week out here in the shop. Nice. But you got plans to go full-time or? Absolutely, as soon as I can. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm waiting on that, you know, like, the, I don't know if you heard us talk about the Steve Harvey thing, Jump. You know? Yeah, I actually, I listened to it right after you recommended it. It's uh, it's impressive, man. I got to quit listening to it because I'm going to jump and I'm not sure it's time. You know what I'm <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> that thing makes you want to jump 10 foot tall, man. Yeah, man, because I've got a lot of stuff going on right now myself and I'm like, man, if I was going to jump, this is the time to do it. But is this going to keep lasting? Can I? Hey man, man, can I maintain? You're never going to be young. You're never going to be younger than you are today. Ooh, don't talk Just go me. for it, man. <laughs> Guess who's back? Oh hell! We, <laughs> we, we were having a good time. Oh, I had to get up yes, and sir. Uh, make some notes because, like I said, I want to do a couple shout outs here. So last week we talked about the Hustling Grind podcast T-shirts. And we have sold two of those. Yay. So. Now, hold on. Technically three. I bought one. Well, you, hey. you had yours before. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, we, man. We I sold, will just uh, make that. F- go ahead. Sorry. No. no. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Brian. Make that four. I'll buy one. There you go. Yay. All right. Um, we sold one today to Daniel Gutierrez. Gutierrez, I believe is how that's pronounced. A at Goot Customs. I looked at his page today, and he's doing some some pretty cool stuff. So you guys definitely go check him out. Um, he's a knife maker out in Texas, and he just uh, did a show not long ago, and he's got a lot of pictures from that show, and he's doing some killer work. So go check him out. And then when, uh, last week we also talked about the Fighting Hellfish Special, the little mini cleaver. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was going to be a joke, but that little joker sold, and it, it actually sold pretty fast. But it sold to Vincent. Uh, his name on Instagram is MMT Maker, and um, he actually bought the mini cleaver and the T-shirt. Ah, nice. Yeah, so big is that t- the one that's on my table now? It is. Yep, nice. The one you picked up yesterday. So if you're listening, bud, it should be done by the time you hear this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I let him know I was going to try to get it out by the first of the week. So yeah. he's cool. You know, he said no, no hurries. And I think we talked about it on the last show that once it sold, that's when it would go to your shop for a sheath. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, Vance, as soon as that thing's done, we will get it on the way with your T-shirt. And we definitely appreciate everybody supporting us. And if you buy a T-shirt, we'll talk about you too. <laughs> <laughs> See the pattern here? But, I mean, seriously, guys, the T-shirts are 25 bucks shipped. I mean, that's that's a real good price. I'm making $5. I mean, just 100% up front, I'm paying 15 bucks a shirt. And I know you can get them probably cheaper somewhere else, but that's just what I pay for them where I get them. But, I mean, I'm making five bucks, and it all goes back into the show. So, every little bit counts. 
So with that being said, let's talk about something else. Go back to Brian. Yeah, let's go back to Brian. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> sure, man. I mean, I'm, no, you're good. My bad, guys. So what do you want to know? Finish the story. My story? Yeah. <laughs> Before me and you were so rudely interrupted, finish what you were saying. My bad, guys. No, man, we're talking about Jump and uh, that, that YouTube video you guys uh, we're talking yeah, about, I don't yeah. know if it was last time or the time before. Oh, we've talked about it several times. Yeah. That, that video, that'll hit you in the feels. I mean, yes, it, it will. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, if you definitely got something on your mind that you want to go after, that's some inspiration right there. <laughs> the uh, the orders that you get, are you, are you close to where you start feeling that feeling like I'm ready? Or is it come and go, hit and miss? Yeah, right now it's kind of hit or miss. So I tend to, I pretty much get enough to make a batch of knives. I normally do between six and 10 in a batch. And then by the time I get those finished, I've got, you know, I'm taking pictures and I'm sending out stuff all over, all over Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, by the time I have those finished, I have just enough to start another batch. Gotcha. So it's kind of, it's really hard to think, you know, I'm going to go full time because every single time, you know, you're, you're just finishing up and you just barely have enough to start a new batch that's sold. Yeah. I have that same so, feeling sometimes. Like I barely broke even. I made a little and I'm just now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand what you're saying. So let me ask you a question. Where are your orders coming from? Cause right now I know it happens to everybody all the time, but right now I'm out of orders. I don't have a single order on my table and that pretty ass blue chef's knife is still in my shop. With, yeah, with you're telling that, me about that. I mean, I, I honestly felt like that thing was going to fly. But, I mean, I don't know if I just posted it at the wrong time and eyes missed it, but, man, that's disgusting. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's kind of – I would definitely you know, keep posting that thing because it's so pretty. I know somebody will pick that thing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep on posting it, but I don't like to overload it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll post some more things and then put it back up. But it's kind of one of those things where you don't want to beg either. You know what I mean? Like, hey, guys. No, I get it. Don't forget, this is still available. I'll do it for you. Right. Like, if it was that You don't want to be that cool, guy. You know, why is it still available? Sure, sure. It's just one of those things that, that drives me nuts in my own head. So Yeah. We'll let him answer the question. Yeah, man. I mean, right now is... <laughs> Right now is definitely the slow season. So right now I've got like maybe three or four more knives sold. So past that, I'm just going to start stocking up so that when Christmas rush comes, I've got plenty to be like, oh, hey, if you want a knife here, here it's already made. Yeah, that's but. kind of what I've been looking forward to as far as getting this 2 by 72 is I've been wanting to do knife shows, not necessarily Blade, but I looked it up on uh, one of the – one of the web pages, I can't remember which one it was, but um, it's a listing of all the knife shows in the country. And I think between now and October, there's like 11 knife shows within okay. three yeah. hours of drive us? time of, of my house. Damn. You know, I mean, if on a one by 30, if I make one or two knives, that ain't worth it. Yeah. But if I can get 15, 20, 30 blades together, you know, and haul up the road three hours, it wouldn't, I don't know what a table costs. Can't be that much. No. You know, sell a couple of blades, pay for the table, and everything else is profit. Yeah, man. Uh, now that you've got that two by 72, you're going to be making 10 blades in the same time that it took to take one, to make one. I can see that. So coming your already. output's going to go way up. Yeah, I'm excited about it for sure. So that's going to be my main focus at Blade Show is picking up handle material. Just so when I get back, mm -hmm. I can start making them and finishing them. <laughs> If y'all hear me coughing and gagging on this episode, I'm sorry. It's pollen season down here in Georgia. 
and I am yeah. backed up right all the way from my nose hole to my eyeballs right now today. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you a question about this beer that you're drinking on, Brian, because uh, <laughs> Oberon, me, man. To me, it looks like orange juice. Oh, what? Nah, dude. It's good. It's a uh, Michigan brewed beer. Yeah, see, it's I, a wheat ale. Is it an IPA? It's good. One of craft beers? No, dude. It's a, it's a, uh, let's see. What's it say on the side here? Is it a shandy? Is no, it? man. It's a uh, citrus wheat beer. It's a wheat beer. It's good. I mean, it's it's nothing crazy. It's uh, it's my favorite, though. Yeah, mine says Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine Pilsner beer. <laughs> So that's where your phone's Michigan. Yes, sir. Nice. Are you are you in the fingers or the thumb? So I was I uh I grew up in the thumb out in Sandusky. Yeah, that's um just a little country town, more cows and people style. But uh, nice. Then I moved over to Mid Michigan, which is just kind of you know central located, and then I moved over to Auburn, which is about an hour away from there. So yeah, pretty much Mid Michigan, born and bred. Cool. At least you don't have that accent. Yeah. Well, you can change that from down here, though. Oh, yeah. It's definitely ain't no southern accent. Yeah. Are you still cold up there? Yeah, I think it's about 50 out right now. Man, but we're going to have a cold spell. Yesterday is right around uh, 80 or so. But it, right now in Michigan, it goes up and down. It's 99. Talk to me in two hours. Right here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I would, I would not live there just for that heat alone, man. That's without the heat index. I hate it, man. I can't stand it. <laughs> the heat index is like 105 today, I think. Dude, I've drank a gallon of water and three Powerades today, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm crazy. Home. You got to. I mean, I can drink a dozen bottles of water in one day and not pee. Yeah, but I just went to the bathroom since I got off work. Yeah. And it was orange. Like, man, dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, you sweat out quick as you put it in. Yeah, man. So let's move to Michigan and hang out with Brian. I'm down, dude. Yes, sir. Anytime. Like Come on up. <laughs> so did you ever get a chance to look up how far you were from Atlanta? I know we talked about it yesterday a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really check, but uh, that's definitely something I want to try to get to next year's Blade Show. That'd be fun. Well, it's it's not uh, – I wouldn't say it's expensive, but it's not cheap. I think yeah, the, the, th- sure. the three-day pass is like 55 bucks. I think. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean – Three days worth of fun, so yeah, for sure. And then a hotel room. I mean, Listen, that's going to be the majority of your money is lodging. Well, the place where we stay, it's about, I think it's point eight miles from the Waverly. Okay, and it's, um, I think we pay like one hundred and thirty bucks a night. That's not bad. That ain't bad at all. Downtown Atlanta. I mean, it's, it's a twelve dollar cab ride each way, because once we go to the hotel, we do not drive back and forth. You know, and we drive back to the pit at night. You know, yeah. But because uh, once you get to the pit, you ain't driving home. And if you <laughs> That's drive, what I've heard. It. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna be a good time. Now I had this idea that next week we were gonna try to do like a like a Blade Show preview edition. Remember me and you talked yeah. about that yesterday. Yeah. It's not gonna work. Why? Because if we record next Thursday, it won't come out until Blade's over. Oops. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Didn't think that one through. No. So what I might try to do actually is maybe next Monday or Tuesday, see if I can get some time up here in the studio, see what else is going on, and record like a special episode mm. and let it come out like Thursday or something. Maybe. Okay. We'll have to see what's going on. 
But I want to try to get hey, some, man. some people that's got more hustle and grind podcast isn't bad. Right? Yeah, say, let's throw one extra up there. It'll be all right. Yeah. yeah it's a special occasion. It's Blade Show, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's damn Knife Maker's Christmas is what yeah. it is. Oh, the dude at the pawn shop has never heard of it, and that astonished me. Yeah, he's, um, I was, he's, you know what, not knocking the dude, but like, have you never heard of Blade Show? Yeah, it's. Especially here because it's driving distance. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, there's billboards on the side of the road down the street. Yeah. So let me tell y'all a little funny story. Bubba, I was going to call you last night, but I figured you was. I was passed out on busy. the couch, dude. So yesterday, me and Bubba went down to the pawn shop, and when we say the pawn shop, it is a pawn shop. But if you go in the back room, he has uh, a full screen print thing for t-shirts. He's got the stuff for hats. He does vinyl decals, window stuff. Laser engraving. I mean, he's got everything. Everything. I mean, it's like a little mad scientist, like, <laughs> gnome's hut back in there. You know what I mean? There's like a trail to walk to each little machine. And I got some laser engraving done on a special blade that I'm going to be giving away to somebody at the blade show. And um, so he was doing my laser stuff, and he was telling me he wants to start a new TV show. Huh? He said he wants to do the Georgia Pawn Stars. Not this Las Vegas shit. He said, they need to know the truth. We down here selling produce, trying to make ends meet. I seen that when we rolled up. They got corn and tomatoes. tomatoes and he had onions. He had, I think, greens. He had watermelons. Watermelons. This is where it gets interesting. <laughs> so only in Georgia now. He looked at me. He said, these watermelons need to sell before they get converted. I said, into what? Wine or shine? Yeah. And he got this deer in the <laughs> headlights look. Like he just stared at me. You know how he does. He just. Yeah. And then he just turned around and walked off. And when he did, I said, this son of a bitch going to the refrigerator. <laughs> and sure enough, he come back. Was you sipping in the back room while I was in the front room not sipping? No, that's after I went back. Okay, I was yeah. about to get mad. Because remember, I had to leave and go back and get that knife. You're right. Up. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So after I went back, he come back with his solo cup, plum full of moonshine. Oh, my goodness. And I took a drink of it. I said, man, that's, cl- that's some good shine. He said, that's watermelon. I said, no, it ain't. I took another plug off of it. And sure enough, it was water, but it was just enough to give it that little sweet. But the moral of the story is, boys and girls, only in Georgia can you go to the pawn shop to get your T-shirt and your knife engraved and drink moonshine in the back room. <laughs> and then buy you some onions on the way out front door. Right? Yeah, you can't beat it, man. All in one, man. Yeah. What more do you shop. need in life? Yeah, one-stop shop. So, um, I want to know one thing from you, Bubba. Something we ain't talked about in a while. I'm busy. What is going on with this uh, cowboy belt thing? Man, don't talk to me. <laughs> well, I feel like that we have told people so much and so little about it. I, th- I think the world right, is so curious. I finished one of them, called the guy, come get it. He comes over to the house, and when I first measured him, he needed like, he, he, like okay, two inches or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I gave him four extra inches worth of holes on his belt, right? Okay. He comes over to the house. He puts the belt on, and I'm watching, and, like, I'm uh, I'm stunned. It goes right to the last hole. He shakes his booty a little bit, and the thing falls off of him. I said, did you lose weight? So he's a skinny feller. No, he's a big boy. He's bigger than me, but he has lost, like, 30 pounds in the past month. Oh, damn. I said, why'd you lose weight? He goes, I don't know, man. I just... Something's been happening. I've been losing weight. I said, you know how much time and money I got in this for you just to go off and don't fit it no more? If it's too 
Oh big, my goodness! It could always just poke more holes, right? No, because it goes from two inch or three inches wide or whatever oh, it flares down to one and three quarter. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. So he's lost like four inches from the time I measured him to the time I made it. Get that boy a damn cheeseburger <laughs> to go with his new belt. I told him you go see a doctor <laughs> if he's losing that much weight in a month and ain't trying to. For real, man. That's that don't seem healthy, dude. <laughs> where can I get that problem? Holy cow! I went to the doctor last week and they were super excited that I lost three pounds. Okay. I was thinking, well, I ain't done nothing different. I took a poop. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> it must have been a good one this morning because I haven't exercised any more or less, which is none. But none. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> zero plus zero equals zero. Yeah. But, yeah, they're telling me I got all kinds of blood pressure things. And since I'm fat, if I lose weight, that'll help. Yeah, that's the lie they keep telling us all. Yeah. Quit drinking, quit smoking. And I was well. Might, might as well eat some tofu with some kale or something. Don't tell them. No Get some steak, man. Hey, you went you went through a phase now. I went vegan. No, vegetarian for you, about a month. You was plant based, and that I, was hey man. I ain't gonna lie, it was pretty decent. If you you ever done that, Brian? Come on, have, have my back. <laughs> have yeah, my back. when I was when I was in college for a minute, I was uh I went vegetarian for just a minute, and it's, it's not fun. But if you do it right, and you got a wife like mine who cooks like a freaking pro chef. <laughs> Like I ate good, and I felt sure. Good. Well, <laughs> not not me, man. I I was only about a week or two, and I I was done with that. I made it a month, and I was like, I need a pizza. I need, you know what I mean, like <laughs> a steak. And then I wanted that. Yeah, man. This she makes this chicken that she like stuffs and then wraps in bacon, covers in some kind of gravy and cheese and mushrooms. Yeah, I needed that now. Yeah, anything with bacon. <laughs> or gravy has got to be good. You yeah. put them jokers together, golly. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I tried, though. Making me hungry right now. Yeah, I tried. It. it I don't know, man. I'd have to change my whole lifestyle. It's, it costs too damn much. Yeah. Try I, to, you know, I can go get a burger for a dollar. At, well, I don't even know if it's real meat down there at the McDonald's. The pink paste. The pink paste for a dollar, and yep. I'm not hungry no more. You go and make yourself a salad from the grocery store, you're spending $10. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stupid. It is dumb, dude. Crazy. I went to the grocery store yesterday and bought some steaks and stuff to make baked potato. And, uh, I mean, it cost me, I don't know, I spent maybe 25, 30 bucks. Yeah. But you can go to, say, a steakhouse, but you're going to pay that much for one steak. For one, one plate. Right. So it, it, there is benefits both ways, up and down. So that's to different. Out. Yeah. You know, I mean, Healthy stuff can be less expensive, but good stuff can be more expensive. Why are we talk? Why are we talking about this? I don't know, man. We hustling and grind. That's what we do. Why do you keep asking some damn many questions, Barry? So, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> damn it, Brian, what you doing, man? Come on, fix this conversation. This is how we roll Sorry, lately, man. man. I mean, we just. I think we need to change the description of the show because it ain't sticking to the the main theme it started off as. I mean. <laughs> We all trying to turn the, the part time hustle into the full time grind. It needs to be yes, the part time conversation into the full time bullshit. I because yes, <laughs> I don't know about and that's what is over right about now. Yeah, I, I don't know about Brian here, but I can run my mouth for like an hour or three straight. That, that's what we do all the time. Might as well record it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's why it felt right. You know, when I can't remember who it was, somebody bailed, and last minute I said, "Bubba, you want to come on the show with me?" And we had already talked about him being on with me, maybe eventually one day for one show but it just went good the feedback was great and man, i think we got it whooped i love the you know what we got going on now yeah man 
you guys are both incredibly entertaining to listen to. So, yeah, you guys got to keep it up. Well, see, that's because you're from Michigan, and we probably sound <laughs> funny to you. I bet it's some Georgia folks listening. Like, what are these dumb hillbillies talking about? I don't know, man, because the further north from Detroit you go, the further south you end up. So I'm from Michigan. So that's, I mean, we, everybody out there pretty much have the same country accent. So I get it. Yeah, I guess so. You're not too far off. It's, it's funny because I can go around town or around the whole southeastern United States, and everybody I talk to sounds the same. You know, I mean, in this region of the country. Mm-hmm. And I never, ever say, oh, she's got an accent. Oh, he's got a southern accent. It's just normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll be damned if I ain't watching TV. And if somebody just got the slightest little hint of one, I'm like, mm-hmm. he's from Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it'll be on, like, one of them CBI movies or CSI Miami or something. And I'll hear that sound. It's like, oh, Georgia boy. Right there. He's faking it. He ain't really from L.A. <laughs> and then there's there's nothing worse where an actor tries to do the accent. And it's just not quite right. <sighs> oh you're like, ooh, you, you just sound wrong. That's the – you a fan of country music, Brian? You know what? I grew up with a lot of country music, so I don't listen to a whole lot of it now. But That's the reason – you know, Keith Urban is a – he's a giant star. He's like from sure, Australia man. or he's something. He's full-blown Australian. Yeah. But in his songs, he's – Faking an American accent, and that is not American. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't like that. I mean, it just ain't right. You know what I mean? And when he's on the Ellen show or something, it's he's full-blown from Australia. But <laughs> when he's singing a song, he ain't, that ain't how he talks. That's a poser, isn't it? false advertising. False man. advertising. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same as a damn blow. That's what it ball. is now, though. What y'all do for fun up there in Michigan, Brian? I don't know, man. Pretty much between work and making knives, I don't have a whole lot of off time. The knives uh, is the fun, though, right? Also, making knives yes, is fun. Not, knives is the fun part. So how close does your leather guy live to you? Or do y'all mail back and forth? I'm sorry. You're going to have to try that one more time. What was it? Your leather guy. Does he live near you, or do y'all mail back yes, he and does. forth? <laughs> yeah, no. He's uh, he's one, one town over. I'm in Auburn. He's in Midland. Yeah, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah, he's a cool dude. That's cool. I was curious because I was wondering how many other makers in there. Because I know some makers make their leather, and I'm a firm believer in like most knife makers shouldn't make leather because I've seen some of the results and it's doable, but it ain't nice. I agree. But then I was wondering, like, are most people who have a leather guy, they got to mail shit back and forth all the time? Yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah, man. When I started, I was making my own cheese, and honestly, you know, <laughs> you make a pretty knife and then make a really bad sheath. It's just kind of like, yeah. I don't know, it's not worth it. I would much rather pay a guy who's like my passion is knife making. His passion is leather working. So I'd rather, you know, put to the two great things together than me try to, uh, you know, put together some crappy looking sheet. Yeah. And in so, the long run, you're not paying him. You know what I mean? You just put that in your price. Yeah. Well, I charge, That's the idea. I charge Jason double just cause he's an ass. <laughs> yeah. And he charges me gas money <laughs> and I'm the one driving. Careful, man. Your customers might be listening. Well, he also drinks my beer when he comes over, so <laughs> it kind of balances out. Yeah, It all evens out, yeah. Um, back to the knife makers making sheaths. There's no doubt in my mind I could make a sheath. Yeah. But it would be a a leather-wrapped knife carrier. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It would be something to yeah maybe protect the blade, possibly hook it on a belt. You know, that's yeah. the reason I'd like to pay Bubba to do it. Yeah, man. No, I totally get that. Um, 
you know, you're, I'm sure just like me, your passion is knife making. So you get, you you know, you practically go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. And you love knife making. And then, you know, you get it done with a batch of knives and now you have to sit down and slog through putting together this leather. I don't know, man. It's just not what, it's not what I'm passionate about. So I, I don't know. It's not worth it to me. I'd rather pay uh, Louie to do it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have nothing to do with leather. And I mean, I've seen Bubba shop and I got a lot of tools in my shop. My tools are huge. Yeah. He's got losable size tools all over his shop. I bet he got five yeah, different little things over there, size of pencils. They all do something different. Yep. And I mean, that's just if you're gonna be a leather worker, you gotta you gotta put the time in. And that's just something that I don't feel like anybody who is passionate about knives or leather, I just simply don't think you have the time for both if you yeah. want to do a good job on both. Now, there are those some people that, you know, do a great job on both, but those are few and far between for sure. It's right. more rare. Right. Yeah. But the people you're talking about, I think I know a few of them. Those are the ones who will build and sell maybe one knife a month. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they've got the time to dedicate to it because when it sells, that's their monthly income. You right. Know, they make enough on one blade to cover a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't do that. I mean, nope, not, not me, man. Not even remotely close. Nah. That's why I got maybe someday though, but not today. You know, I really you know like take Mareko for example. Everybody knows mm-hmm. Mareko. His knives average, last I heard, was about six thousand dollars for a chef's knife. But mm-hmm. it's worth it. <laughs> he's got a three year long wait list. Goodness, you know what I mean. So he's got the time to put into it and make it flawless, like it is. I honestly. I don't have any desire to do that. You know what I mean? To make something like a $5,000 knife. I would rather make a whole bunch of $500 knives mm-hmm. and have my work in the hands of more people. See, that's my thought process too, because you put it, you make a $5,000 knife and then that knife maybe will cut one thing and then it'll go up on a shelf. Exactly. Yep. It's a I would much rather, I would much rather make a approachable knife and like get it in the hands of actual chefs who use it every single day or, you know, home cooks that use them every day. Yeah. I build my knives. I want somebody to beat the shit out of them. You yes, know, sir. It, it's not designed to go on a shelf. That schooner, nope. but, but that knife I got from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've beat the hell out of it. It made a whole camping season with me and I've honed it. Never sharpened it. Yeah. And it's a beast. It's, you know, you've seen it. Skinning the gators, cutting my arm in half. I was about to say, that's even after going through gator skin. Yeah. And that, that thing. 300 pounds worth, 400 pounds worth of gator. You know, and that, I've beat the hell out of that knife. I've carved things, whittled things, baton with it. And that thing's still taking a beating. I remember that knife, the day it came out of heat treat, it had a funny color to it. You know, usually you like to see that straw color, you know, when it comes out of the temper oven. Mm-hmm. This one had like a, almost a red color to it. Never seen it like it before in my life. So Bubba, no, me either. Bubba just happened to stop by, and I said, "Bubba, I just finished this knife. This is the knife was still mine. I actually made that knife for myself. Mm-hmm. I gave it to Bubba for his birthday after he damn sliced the shit out of himself with it because I felt like he deserved it at that point. I bled on it. It's mm-hmm. mine. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it had this weird color to it. And I said, "Man, look at this color," and. We decided to torture test that joker. Oh, man. We threw that thing into trees. I mean, we were, and it wasn't even, you know, it had the, the dime width bevel pre-ground. And we were knife throwing into trees and jamming it into stumps and bending it over, trying to break the tip off. And it wouldn't do it. 
I mean, that still hey, would that's not. That's a good one, then. It would not go. Yeah, it was pretty tough, man. I said, well, shit, I'm going to finish this one out then. <laughs> it's just that weird color threw me off. Yeah. But that thing has, that's been, I want to make me another one just like it. You should. Yeah. You made one for my brother, didn't you? Uh, I want to say my brother I did. one of those shirts. Yep. I think it's still sitting on the shelf. Probably. He got one back in the early days when they came with them fancy boxes and yeah, all that. Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit no more. You need to. That's cool, man. Oh, it's it's so much time, and it it doesn't look as good as it could. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not an upholstery guy. You know what I mean? I can make it look nice, but it's not flawless. And if you're gonna try to build a knife that looks as flawless as you can make it, you don't want to put it in a box full of wrinkled up cotton. You know. Yeah, honestly, I just I just wrap it up in black butcher paper, and you put a tie a string around it, tape it close, and I mean that looks classy enough in my eyes. I I think I go a little extra on my shipping. I wrap it up in foam, and then I shrink okay. shrink wrap it, and then I wrap it up in bubble wrap, and I shrink wrap it. And if, <laughs> if, if you wrap like it up a, so good, you sorry, go ahead. If it's like a chef's knife, I got I got this tip from my buddy Tommy Matthews. Put a wine cork on the tip. Okay, makes sense. We don't drink wine. So my wife has all these candles all over the house that's got those <laughs> made out of like wine cork material stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're little decorative candles, but when you put the mm-hmm. lid on. So as soon as she burns a candle out. You cut the lid off. I cut that up into little squares. Yeah. And there you go. So I stick that on the tip. And then when they unwrap it, it smells good too. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, I get it all shrink wrapped like that. And then I take like some fabric of some sort, some velvet or suede or, you know, whatever. I go to Walmart and pick up the little <laughs> drops, you know, of just that real, you know, fuzzy, smooth feeling stuff. And I roll it up in that. Mm-hmm. And then I roll it up in butcher's twine and tie a little bow on it. Wow. Man, I, I'm scared at that to death point, I feel- that it's going to go through the end of a box. You know, like the tip's going <laughs> to cut through whatever it's wrapped in and it's going to just come out. I mean, as much as you're wrapping that thing, I feel like you could drop that or you could throw that off a four-story building and it'd be fine. Goodness. Sounds like it. You're going to need a good knife to get into it. That's the plan. Right. So what they got to do is they'll order one. (laughs) Then they got (laughs) to order another one to open that one. (laughs) There you go. Marketing. Yeah, I like it. There it is. Hey, you make make that knife, and then I'll sell them the, uh, you know, the, the knife to open it with. There we go. Teamwork. We'll get this cross promotion going. Teamwork makes yeah, the dream work. Be cool. Yes, sir. On Instagram yes, sir. and Facebook. And YouTube, my man. YouTube. YouTube. I was, yeah. I, thank you. I was brain fired. I was like, what was the other one? <laughs> so how about yeah, TikTok? Man, I actually, you jumped on the ch- TikTok choo-choo Oh, yeah. Right? You do that? I mean, I started a TikTok, but it seems like anytime you uh, post any sort of a knife, it gets immediately taken down. So I don't know if it's just me or what's going on. It's just you. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Well, the only thing I've ever posted, I started a TikTok because I heard through the grapevine, that's just what you're supposed to do, right? Sure. You know, it's the new thing. You need to get on it early, you know. So I did mm-hmm. that, and all I put on there is I found a song. I played Hard Working Man from Brooks and Dunn, and I just mm-hmm. did like a little walk around my shop, you know, quick little shop tour. <laughs> The only reason I did that was just so I could put something up because it wouldn't let me close the app. After I set up my account, it wouldn't let me close mm. it until I posted something. And I didn't spend really? all this time, you know, putting in my name and email. And so I said, all right, well, shit, let me just walk on the shop. And I haven't done anything with it since then. That's been a few months ago. 
But every time I do click on it, and I don't have notifications set up, so I just click on there every now and then just to see if somebody said, hey, cool shop. I've never once got a single like, a single comment, nothing. But uh, there's a guy, his name is Rainy Day Forge, and he's on mm-hmm. Instagram. I follow him there. He follows the show, I believe. And uh, he's on TikTok, and he has constantly got knife videos up. I mean, he's showing, yeah, like, man. you know, forging and quenching and cut tests. And, I mean, about every single time I click on there, that's that's what's popping up. Yeah, I pretty much just cut up my YouTube videos and put them in one, what basically take the really cool, you know, one-minute section out of it and just put it up on TikTok. And uh, it seems like half of them get immediately taken down and half of them only get a couple of views. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to just leave my TikTok open i guess like without closing the account in case it does take off you know what i mean at at least i have the name on there but it bores the shit out of me yeah (laughs) every time i click on it it's like somebody dancing to a song but they're saying the words of somebody else's voice i mean it's yeah it's weird everything has you know, a customer that's, that's not me. That's not you, but somebody likes it. I'm sure my girlfriend loves it. She's on it all the time, but it's just, it's not my thing. Yeah. I do. Every once in a while I'll flip through it and, you know, watch a couple th- people. Uh, there's a couple people that are on there that are pretty funny, but well, I've heard yeah. stuff about there being all kind of naked people on there and I ain't found that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I pretty much swiped through that pretty quick. Oh, hell I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I don't do the TikTok. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, like I said, the only reason I got it. Are you actually? Is that re- that's not recording? Is it? I hit the button. I don't know what it's doing though. Okay, so I got a camera on me right now. It says 4K something or other Sony. I don't know what it's doing. I hit the button though. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, up in the studio, we're fancy. My bad. I wasn't trying to take us off the story. It just it was calling to me. That's all right. Hey, make me look pretty. I can't do that. I know. <laughs> So let's give a little plug to the studio right quick. We should be doing that a lot more often than we are, but we're not. And we need to be doing it. I want everybody, if you got a second, if you got, uh, if you're following 399 people, you want to round that number off. Or if you just want to follow something that takes really cool pictures and puts it up, might it's not local to you, but it's pretty neat and it would show some support. Go on Instagram and go to the Peach Podcast Syndicate and check out this studio where we record. You can check out some of the other shows that are recorded here in this studio, and it would mean a lot to the people here if we could help them grow their followers a little bit. And, hell, if we give them enough, maybe they'll give me a discount. Maybe we can do some extra shows. Yeah, I like discounts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go to the Peach Podcast Syndicate, check them out, give them a like, um, follow, whatever, and show a little bit of support to the people that's given us the space to do this because we sure love doing it. And, I tell you what, if this place was to close down for some reason, there ain't no another place to go. You know what I mean? Like that's just the end of it. Now we'd figure something out. We'd call somebody. I ain't got. I ain't got, man. This little, all these wires up here. I don't know what to do with all that. I don't know. What to do. We'd figure something out. I guess we'd have to, wouldn't we? <laughs> but yeah, go check out the Peach Podcast Syndicate. Yeah, man, I'll definitely do that. You got to support the people that support you, man. Yeah, and like I said, this this place, it's like a diamond in the rough. You know what I mean? We're in something. <laughs> it, I'm serious. It yeah. looks like something in Hollywood, in the room we're sitting in. But what it is, is the guy that owns it, he he owns several businesses all around town, lots of different things. 
And this is actually a car dealer, a used car dealership. Attached to a gas station. Attached to a gas station, George Ear. And um, in the back room of this used car dealership is this Hollywood-grade studio. <laughs> That's some South Georgia shit. I heard that chuckle there. <laughs> I, I was going to say, sounds like there's a bunch of all-in-ones down there. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah one-stop shop. That's how we roll. <laughs> you can't afford to pay rent on three different places. You got to put them all under one put roof. Them all under one roof. <laughs> it ain't stupid if it works. Yeah, yeah man. Bro. So you fixing the move, right? Aren't yeah, you I'm moving. Have some shop problems. Let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. I think so you're gonna find yourself in a conundrum. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. So I'm moving about an hour away from Auburn over to Mount Pleasant, and. uh yeah, I do not have a shop set up right now. So we're moving over there into an apartment. And I mean, my shop isn't much. It's maybe, you know, it's eight foot by 16 foot long. So I've got a little itty bitty shop that I work out of. But over there, I mean, with an apartment, I don't even have a garage. So it's the same size as my shop. I'm basically looking around. I'm hoping somebody will let me uh, set up in a garage or an uh, outbuilding somewhere or just, I mean, heck, a closet. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Have you thought about checking into like a uh, like a self storage place? Um, I heard that that's an option. Um, I've never. I, I've had one buddy of mine say that they set they set up like a you know a lawn care. Basically, he was grinding his uh, mower blades out of a storage locker like that. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. I've, I haven't looked into it yet. That's that's kind of. I've got a couple leads where. You know, I'm hoping that, you know, a friend of a friend that knows a farmer that will let me into like a barn somewhere yeah. might pull through before I go to that. But well, when I was down in Daytona, I stopped and saw uh, Chad at Black Hog Knives and mm-hmm. it was, you know, just like any other storage place you'd see, you know, you drive through and there's all the bay doors where people put their furniture while they're moving, whatever. But this particular place, the whole strip that he was on, the bay doors were like twice as wide and it, okay. it was like, you know, when you go down on things, you got doors on one side and you go on the same side of the, the opposite side of the same building. There's another set of doors. Well, there's no dividing wall. So it was open on mm-hmm. both sides. So, I mean, it was as wide as the building itself. And it was all different little businesses. I mean, he had his forge go and he was in there teaching a class. You know, that was his knife business. His shop was in one of those rented spaces. Next door was hey, like man, that sounds about shop. perfect. You know, I mean... And it looked like, like I said, storage buildings, but as far as rent goes, it can't be as much as a, I guess, like a storefront. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that sounds about perfect. I'm going to have to definitely start looking at those. I didn't know that was an option. Dang, that sounds good. Well, like I said, I mean, I saw it in Daytona. I know where there's a place here close to us that does something very (laughs) very similar. Sure. Uh, But I've never actually checked into it myself, but I'm sure, I mean, there's got to be options out there. So why are you moving into the apartment? So, uh, my girlfriend is actually, she got her, she, yeah. So she, uh, she got her big girl job. She just, uh, graduated with her master's in social work. So, you know, we're moving, we're, she, her, her, uh, job is over there in Mount Pleasant. So we're moving over there. Okay. But Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. So the apartment's temporary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. uh, The housing market over here, we're looking at trying to find, you know, a small starter house hopefully with a garage that I could take over. But holy cow, is it terrible right now? Yeah, there's nothing available down here. I mean, houses are selling the day they're listed for 
Yeah, that's the thing is like it lifts and it sells. Yeah, man, it sells like the same day for, like you said, 20, 25% over. And it's like, you know what, we're not going to spend the overinflated price. And then, you know, yes, we're we're probably going to be in that area for a while, but it's, it's fiscally more responsible to, you know, live in an apartment for a year or two and let that market kind of cool down a little bit than to jump into something overinflated. So how old are you, bro? If you don't mind me asking, I'm 27. One wow. young bug. Okay. Yeah, man. I thought you Trying were kind of young in some of your pictures. And <laughs> yeah, cool, the bald head doesn't help, but. Well, hell, you look like a younger version of Bubba with glasses on. Hey, there we go. Bald head and a beard. But I'm pretty. Bubba old. must be a one look good looking man. Sexy as hell. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like a frog hair split three ways, baby. I'm fine as hell. Oh, hell. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you are. You know, getting into it at a young age. Well, I say young. There's a lot of people out there doing it at damn 15 nowadays and killing it. Yeah, let me uh, let me talk about something I just started up on Instagram. So we're calling it the Great Blade Trade. So basically the idea is there's four of us right now, and we're all like up-and-coming knife makers uh, looking for advice. Right. But, you know, with Instagram, a lot, of the, a lot of the other knife makers that we know are across the country. So we can't like you know, get into their shop and get advice and stuff. Right. So the idea is the four of us, and, you know, I'm the oldest at 27. One of them's like 15. They're mostly high school and just barely, you know, graduating high school age. But uh, basically what we're doing is we're all making knives once a month, uh, just doing it, you know, super cheap. I'm definitely not making it out of Damascus or anything, but just, you know, cheap materials. Um, we start off with a parameter like this month. It was, you know, a three, inch, three to five inch blade, an EDC na- knife. Yeah. And uh, basically the idea is um, at the end of the month, we all finish up and we send it to another person. So like I'm sending it to one person, he's sending it to another. And then basically we're, we're all getting a new knife and then you'll partner up and, you know, talk about the goods and the bads and what we can do better. Okay. So, so. it's like a, like a virtual feedback type deal, but slowly yeah, man. in real life, I guess through the mail. Yeah. That's pretty and, neat. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, we're not we're not charging anything. We're just doing it all for free out of, you know, cheaper materials, but you know, getting a lot of really good feedback and it's it's kind of a fun little community we started there. Well, that sounds pretty cool, man. Put me on the list. I'll send y'all something. I'll knock yeah, out dude. a little EDC or a hell, maybe even a little finger banger or something, you know. Yeah, man, I'll I'll uh, have you join in on the group and we'll we'll get you going. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. Uh Speaking of trades, you're supposed to be sending me some stickers, and I forgot to send you yeah, my address, so remind me. Yeah, definitely will. We'll swap addresses. Stickers. Sticker swap. I'm going to need your guys' uh, hats. You guys, I'm, I'm imagine you both wear large-size hats, right? Yeah, one you got. Yeah, big heads. Okay. <laughs> I'll get them made up and send them down to you both. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm about to order 60 new ones. I'll mail you one when I get mine in. Dang. Yeah, I don't have a save-it hat, neither. Well, because my saber hats was like a, I only bought a couple of them. You know what I mean? I bought the hats. I made the thing. Yeah. I wasn't sure how I was going to like it. And as soon as I made it, the other two extras disappeared. And that's the hat I normally wear. Yeah. And I recently had several people ask me, hey, you selling those hats? No. Hey, you selling those hats? No. (laughs) And and of course, I have to keep saying no. So I'm fitting to buy. I got to make bunch of hats for one of my contracts coming up so i'm gonna buy me some yeah. and make mine too yeah 
Well, that if somebody says you selling that T-shirt, hell yeah! How many you want? I give you the one off my back, right? <laughs> I got a new hat made yesterday. A new J, excuse me, new JK Blades hat. It's a trucker hat, and uh, got it made down there at the pawn shop. At the pawn shop, down there while I was drinking that watermelon moonshine yesterday. <laughs> I called Brian yesterday. I just left the damn pawn shop. He called me, and I can't remember what we was talking about, but I just zoned out, and I. Mid conversation, I forgot what we was talking about. Remember that, Brian? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> you're good. Well, hell, I don't remember who was drinking the moonshine. Might have been him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that was me, man. <laughs> yeah, it was you because I just pulled up to Kroger and I was talking to you about something. But anyway, oh right, right, because we're we're uh, trying to you know exchange numbers so we can get this set up. Yeah, man, that's what it was. I went full blown retard. Okay, this is what I asked him. <laughs> I said, what time is noon where you're at? <laughs> oh, right. Yep. It's at noon. <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah, it's noon. <laughs> yeah, that one took me a minute. I, and I asked it because, you know, well, yeah. I, I asked that question to determine time zones when we record. Yeah. And normally I'll say, okay, well, it's, you know, it's 5 o'clock here. What time is it there? And just as serious right. I knew this question was going to work in my head, <laughs> I said, what time is noon there? <laughs> and he just paused and yeah, said, it's funny. huh? Uh, noon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times, man. Well, let's get ready to yeah, wrap dude. this thing up. We've been going about an hour now. And, really? Uh, yeah, I'm flat. It does, man. Time flies when you're having fun. I don't think we let Brian For talk sure. enough. <laughs> well, I mean, we ain't got to be done. I'm just kidding. I mean, at least they charge by the hour, not the pound. <laughs> sure. so we can hold these chairs down a little extra, y'all, too. <laughs> you got anything you want to promote or talk about or shout out or what you want to do? Yeah, man. Basically, just just like I have been. I've been uh, talking about my Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. My YouTube's just coming up to 400 subscribers. I'm hoping to hit that mark and maybe jump up a little bit. But and What is it? B-Cone? Is that your YouTube? B-Cone is? Knives. B-Cone I'll, Knives, just like everything. I'll go subscribe. You subscribe back. Thanks, man. I, I will do the same. Uh, but Bubba's going to have to help me with that because I don't even know what that means. I don't have a YouTube. I'll figure it out for you. So uh, we'll we'll get Bubba, my phone in Bubba's hands, and he'll he'll get you another follower on there. What else you got there going you go. on, Brian? Anything else you want to say? Man, uh, um, I mean, I do a forging hour every just about every Sunday. We've been kind of slacking a little bit lately. But um, on Instagram, I set up a live stream right around between 3 and 4 o'clock. And uh, my buddy CJ at Badass Blade Works, um, he and I will start forging out knives and just kind of have fun. Basically do what we're doing here, bullshitting and talking and, you know, having fun, make knives and just have a good old time. Sweet. Now, look, I, jumped, I jumped on there with y'all last week, right? Yeah, it's fun. Well, it seemed like when I jumped on, he jumped off. Is that Did something happen or was that because I didn't kick him off, did I? No, uh, it was actually kind of funny. His phone, like, overheated and shut off. Okay. And then, like, within a minute, you were ready to jump on. It was, like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, y'all kept telling like, me to, to get in there, get in there. And by the time yeah. I finally, uh, you got somebody calling you from Florida right now. <laughs> I'm on Bubba's phone. I got to hand it to him, make sure this ain't important. Okay. Well, yeah, I, man. I ate my phone. I had to. But anyway, um, yeah, so I just got some Damascus in. I got it in the mail yesterday. And there th you go. this weekend, I'm going to be setting up my forge, and I'm going to be forging a chef's knife out of that billet I got. That'll so, be cool. So, Where'd you get your Damascus from? 
I will I will tell you this afternoon. How about that? Sure. Sounds good. The guy that sent it to me has asked me not to say his name until I actually forge it out, you know, and, and check out the material. Because okay. he, he doesn't want credit if he doesn't deserve it. And that is a gentleman's move. And I appreciate <laughs> that. That is a gentleman right there. Yeah. So I will let you know. From what I can see, it looks like a a solid quality piece of Damascus. Yeah. I mean, he ground out and etched both ends of it. And, I mean, the layer count looks great. Mm-hmm. So, and he left it. It's about, I'd say, maybe an inch and a half wide, about a quarter inch thick. Okay. And about 18 inches long. Dang. So I can get. Wow, at, big piece. Yeah, I can get yeah. at least two chef's knives out of that. Oh, for sure. I and mean, once you get pounded on that thing, it'll draw out. You might be able to get two and maybe a paring knife to go with it. Yeah, see, I'm not a full-time forger, so my skills <laughs> aren't. Now, I can draw that son of a bitch out, no problem. I can take it down to 16th, and, you know, and I can planish it and get it, it smooth and all that. And I can forge in the handle, but pulling mm-hmm. down the heel on a chef's knife. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's, <laughs> that's where the fun starts. Yep. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's hard for me with mono steel. It's just, it's one of them blows that you got to do with the cross pain and, and bite it down. And it's just something that I'm not really comfortable jacking yeah. up some Damascus with. You know what I mean? I'd rather just right. yeah. draw it I would... and, and then kind of stock removal the heel section i'll draw the yeah, whole billet out the two that's inches. what i'm doing right now is you basically just make a rough outline of it and then you stock removal it down to pretty exactly and that's gonna be my plan this weekend hey maybe maybe we can get you on in the forge hour this weekend and maybe we can do this all at the same time yeah if you're doing well, you said sunday right sunday sunday yep so yeah just let me know what time i'll be working all weekend uh since ain't nobody buying no knives, I'm back in the little construction game, you know, making ends meet. I've been down on my damn knees like an old. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> Thank God for family, though, right? So Bubba's got a rental yep. house that he's trying to flip, and uh, I got some time on my hands, so yep. I got time and experience. So he's he has blessed me with the opportunity to help him out, and he's helped me get some bills paid. But That is a true good friend. Yeah, man. Family first. But, oh yeah, but do me a favor, y'all. Uh, y'all go buy a knife or something. That way, I ain't got to. <laughs> that way, I ain't got to call Bubba my boss man. But buy another week or so till I finish up this job. And you know it ain't like that. Nah, I know it. But I might buy another piece of property just to keep you busy. Uh, somebody gotta do it. <laughs> Shit. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all tuning in with us again this week. It has been fun as always. And again, I'm gonna talk about Phoenix Abrasives. That is your one stop abrasive shop. If you want the best in the game, you have got to go there. Go to www.phoenixabrasives.com forward slash shop and get your abrasives, all your belts. And if you've got plenty of belts and you say, well, I don't need nothing from Phoenix. I got all these belts from blah, blah. Just go to their website and look around. And you might find something you ain't seen before. Spend a couple of dollars and try it. You try one thing from them, it'll change your life and you'll be a, you'll be converted. Just give it a shot one time, phoenixabrasives.com. And thank you to B. Cone Knives for being on here with us. Yeah. Find him on Instagram. Yeah, thanks for having me, Facebook, man. Facebook, YouTube. He, uh, he's he got a TikTok, but 
he don't want nobody to know it because he's doing all that dancing on there. But if you search, <laughs> go to the scroll down the list, you'll find old Brian shaking. You're his funny, booty. man. You're funny. And uh, <laughs> thank you, Bubba, for being on here with me again. You're welcome. And y'all have heard our voices enough times. You don't need to hear our names again. It's me and Bubba saying we'll see you again next week, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Keep on hustling and keep on grinding. All right, y'all. Yes, sir. See ya. Bye, guys. Thank you, man. A lot of fun. All right, Brian, what did you think about that, bud? Dude, that was awesome. Uh, did you have a good time? What a great time. Yes, sir. All right, cool, man. Just just let me know when I can come back because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> we have fun doing it, dude. It's one of those things where me and Bubba hang out a couple times a week anyway. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're constantly talking. And we know, like I say, Bubba, what's going on in your shop? He already know. I already know exactly what's going on in his shop. <laughs> he was in my shop an hour ago. Yep. You know, but we're, we're trying to make it entertaining. And, you know, and having yeah, people sure. on, it just makes it a lot more fun because we ain't been to your shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been fun. And how many followers do you got on Instagram right now? Oh, shoot. I guess I don't keep track of that too close. Uh, right around three, 400 maybe. Yeah. See, I'm ready for all this to shit to explode. Yeah. You know, so that everybody we interview, it builds them up, builds us up. You know what I mean? So all this <laughs> yeah, stuff sure. just starts blowing up together. You know? I'm yeah, say, rising hey, tide. Yeah. If one comes up, we all come up kind of a deal. Well, when this thing first started, my, my thing in my head was, you know, I want this podcast to be known, right? So mm-hmm. I went to some people with high follower counts. No, I didn't go to no bullshit people. They were all good people. But, you know, like Roy Scott, you know, he's got 60,000 people. He doesn't, and he's a cool guy, you know, and he was great on the show, but he doesn't need the recognition. Yeah. Right. And and, uh, then we had Wayne. He's got an ass load. And then I think Tommy was number three. I ain't going to count him down one at a time. Tommy's my damn best friend in the knife world by far. So his, yeah. his ass is going to be on here probably five more times. But, I mean, that's just the, as good of a dude as you're ever going to find right there. But um, I think I want to lean more towards the little guys. It seems like. Well, the purpose is hustling and say, Yeah. And it's more of, was, of a connection, I feel like. You know what I mean? I was going to say, you started out at really high, you know, high watermark people. And then you finally worked your way down to the lowly Deco knives. No, no, it ain't like that. It, it's fun, though. You know what I mean? It, it seems more yeah, dude. real. Well, you kind of started off with people he knows, and then right. some folk, you know what I mean? And then we bounce around, and we actually had a conversation about, hey, dude, we want to stick to the folks that are still hustling and grinding the hell out of this shit to try to get to a full-time job. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, is those big people, they're still hustling and grinding to yeah, stay big. Stop. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. Yeah, and I respect you gotta that. You got to do it. You know? See, on one hand, you know, say – God forbid, Neil Kamamura. If I had him <laughs> on the Hustle and Grind podcast, right? He's got over half a million followers. Damn. So yeah. you you would expect at least probably twenty, thirty thousand people tune in for that one episode. I mean, I'm guessing on the low end. Yeah. But that's right. not how I want to do it. You know what I mean? He's right. a nice guy and all, but I don't want to go after I don't know him. Never well, I have met him one time, but we're not friends. I don't want to go right. after him just to pump up numbers. Right. Our podcast. 
I just don't see. I would rather go after what the show's supposed to be about. You know, we kick back, we drink a beer, we bullshit, and mm-hmm. you know, and like Brian, I hope you get a pile of damn followers and a few more orders after all this is over. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I mean, that's pretty much what I've been doing with Brian. You know, we're, I've been trying to get on to the you know work for it podcast and just kind of you know getting familiar, but. You don't just go at them like, "Hey, I want subscribers. Let me get on." You, you befriend them. You gotta, you gotta be cool. You gotta be a cool dude. Yeah. So, so we got hustled. Yeah, I dude. tried to get on Brian's yesterday, and he tried to send me the invite, but I had to have either an iPhone or a computer with a camera and a microphone. Now I've got an Android, and I was at Bubba's rental property working, so there's no chance of a computer, you know, <laughs> or Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, I've got a little bit of an inside scoop on that one. Uh, that whole podcast has been scrapped. I kind of had a feeling it, it was. I, I caught a piece of it yesterday when it was live yeah. on the, on the uh, DIY, DIY Belt Grinders and Machines thing. Yeah. And um, the audio was just terrible. Yeah, Ben's audio apparently just didn't go through at all. So There was a lot of times yeah. where his was pausing, then it would speed up you know, to catch up, and yeah. it was just unrecognizable. Yeah, I was on it yesterday, and, you know, we had a cool, you know, 15-minute conversation, and at the end, he did this really, you know, huge, you know, go check out B-Cone Knives, and if you if you follow me and you like me, you're going to love him. And it's like, oh, my God, this is a huge shout-out, and then the whole thing gets crapped. That's bad. Like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, go back and oh, check well. out uh, number, I don't know what number it was, but on the, on the Work For It podcast, I don't even think they number them, do they? I'm not sure. But the episode was called The Garage Mahal. Uh-huh. I got a big shout-out in that one. Yes, sir. That was pretty cool, man. That was the first time I'd ever been mentioned on another podcast. Dude, I've been let on me a tell you. of them since then, but and they're all special. But yeah. uh, that, that was cool, dude. I was driving. and <laughs> Let me tell you, man. I literally, I would be stocking shelves, and like my name would come up on Work For It podcast, or like, once it came up on um, um, Knife Talk, and like I have to stop and I start hyperventilating. It's like, holy crap! I just got named. Sh- you know, my name just got shouted out on this. Hell yeah! Go clean your pa- <laughs> yeah, I gotta clean my panties now. Holy right. crap! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. crazy. No, you guys are gonna be there in no time. You guys keep this up. It's gonna be great. It's right. gonna skyrocket. I know it. I appreciate it, man. Any every single one follower that hits that little button, man, they're they're my friend. For damn sure. Yes, sir. Except for them ones that's like, uh, they hit the follow button and they send me a message. This is, hey, yeah. Hey, sweetie. How yeah. are you doing today? Congratulations. <laughs> it's a giveaway. Click yeah. this link. Yeah, man. Yeah, See, no. that's how you know that you're doing well is because those people are trying to scam you. I don't know what's been going on lately, but I cannot put up a post on Instagram on JK every Blake's single time or every Hustle time. Grind is pr- promoted on. This or that, yep. and yeah. Two or three, four different ones. I don't know what those are. Those every are single yeah. time promote on Empire <laughs> Records on whatever. How about right. you just eat my butt and go away? Right. See, <laughs> here's my fun thing with those. I've been at, especially anyone that I I text back to some of them. Say, hey, what you know? What what are you trying to do? And like half of the time, I start a little conversation with them just to waste their time because if they're not talking to me, they're out scamming someone else who's more yeah. gullible than me. Yeah, there, yeah. there's been a couple times where I I do like hour long conversations with these people. Just you know, I'm doing a heat treat and I'm waiting for it. I just sit down and bullshit with these people just to screw screw with them Hell and make yeah. them think like, 
<laughs> oh, you know, I I want to buy, you know, a million followers. How much would that be? Oh, $10,000? Okay, well, let me go get some Target gift cards and send them to you. <laughs> yeah. And just make them sweat. <laughs> it's amazing. Screw those people. I get so many people saying, hello, I make knives. Let me know what type of knife you make or what, what type yeah. of knife you like I will make. And you can tell that there's no English. It's all translated. Yeah. It all makes sense. Absolutely. And I Every tell time. Them, like, I'm a knife maker. Why the hell would I buy your knife? Yeah. And right. I, I've called some of them dumbass or whatever, and they're like, uh, sorry to offend, promise I'm nice guy. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking block. I, know, I don't whatever. have time for this. I've been getting the damn, uh, do you want to be a brand ambassador? And yeah. the first one I got, <laughs> uh, this was not, not long ago. I was like, cool, what is that all about? And they send me this list, right? So it's like step one. Go to our website. Steps two, and buy credit card number. <laughs> yeah, buy this amount of stuff. Yeah, then we'll give you a a card or a, a number, a promo code, a promo code, and then you can promote right. us. And then every picture you blah blah. blah. I'm like, no, bro, this isn't brand ambassador. Yeah, you know, no. I'm my good. favorite, my favorite scheme right now is where they uh, say, hey, can we post your your knife or whatever picture? And oh, it's it's $50 for a single post. And then you go through and you look at it and yes, they have like 10,000 subscribers, but they all have like one comment on them. So they're all bought it. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, I, that, yeah. that guy messaged me. I said, bro, post whatever you want to. And he started posting something else. I said, block. I've been getting tagged lately <laughs> in pictures of other people's knives. No, it's like the Pakistani knives. Oh yeah. Where you oh, can geez. tell it's like that Paki Mascus shit. Where, yeah. And they're ripping off pictures from everybody. Oh my gosh! But There's I've been, been a couple times those. But when I click on the picture, you know, to see like, you know, it'll it'll show you what part of the picture you're tagged in. You know, it'll have mm-hmm. like a little arrow. There's like fifty to a hundred people tagged in every freaking yeah. picture. There's been two times where I've found my knives that have been ripped off and you know posted just like that. Oh, that's here. And status. there, that's only there is once. nothing. There is absolutely nothing you can do to get that down. Got a beer left? Uh, we got one of these. Right. This earphone thing's starting to hurt my head. <laughs> it's Hello? Hold on. We had to get beer. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're good. You're good. We're still sitting here in the damn studio talking to you through these headphones. <laughs> We're having fun. Yeah, fuck it. But anyway, man, it was fun having you on there. Absolutely. What you working on tonight? You building something this evening? Actually, I just finished this last batch. I'm trying to get a hold of the customers and set up shipping, and you know, a couple of them I'm going to try to meet later today, drop it off. But now, you said later yeah, I'm probably going to start a new batch tomorrow. Are you a different time zone than us? No, it's noon. no same one. It's noon at twelve there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, noon is noon here too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm t- when I told him that yesterday. In my head, it made sense. Right. All of a sudden, I got this deer in the headlights, and I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) That's funny. It hit me that fast. Man, I didn't want to embarrass you while you were bringing that up. I didn't want you to feel like a dumbass. Oh, we don't give a shit. Oh, dude, I am a hunt. You ain't going to embarrass me. I gear on damn tell you. No. (laughs) I'm serious, man. Ain't nobody going to embarrass me. I mean, at least you put my bridge down, but. I don't know why I won't do that neither. But yeah, we're real, dude. I mean, this there is no editing on this show. There's no 
No that's, filters, that, no nothing. Yeah, that right there is why you guys are going to blow up, though, because people, there's so many of those podcasts that are so, like, you know, prim and proper and no swearing and, you know, not not trying to, you know. Fuck there's that. so many that are just promotion-based, but you guys just sitting down and have a conversation. I mean, honestly, that's what I do this for, just I mean, to hear you guys bullshit. Obviously, we promote because oh yeah, of course we, you got to have a sponsor, you know. And we got to pay bills. Right. No, I mean, Phoenix doesn't. I mean, no, I'm talking about, I'm going to promote me. I'm going to promote you. No, of course. And I'm going to promote this right. guy we're talking to. But Phoenix ain't paying sure. us a dime. No, yeah, P- Phoenix ain't paying. But what they're doing is, you know, we talk about them and we're telling the God's honest truth. You know what I mean? It's the best mm-hmm. freaking bl- belts I've ever used in my life. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't have a problem telling the world they're the best because they are no shit the best. I mean, I've tried them all. I've tried all those other big dogs and they ain't nothing in wrong with them but they ain't got nothing on phoenix neither but what man phoenix i'm gonna have to try us, phoenix i'm telling you man i'm gonna have to do sorry, it go ahead i'll call you in a little bit and tell you some things about phoenix you know some they they got cool stuff you know what i mean like they got all kinds of shit they don't just have belts but anyway what phoenix does for us is every time we post a show they share it out so instead of, cool. you know, when I po- when I share it, it goes through J.K. Blades and Hustle and Grind. And then Bubba mm-hmm. does it, and it goes through Mountain Man and Save It Outdoor Survival. And then whoever we have on the show with us, hopefully they'll share it. You know, so it goes out through several different people every week. Yeah, but I got mm-hmm. 600 on one, 300 on the other. Yeah. You got 400 and 700, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they they blast that out. Right. And it, it's just one more person to help promote, you know? And it's, yeah, man. That's a huge help, dude. Yeah. So that's how they support the channel. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. They share our that's stuff. That's cool. Out, and that's a fucking fair. I mean, honestly, me. honestly, you guys are cool enough that you wouldn't, you wouldn't promote something that was bullshit. But, oh, hell you know, it's, it's cool that there's not money exchanging hands with that promotion either. Yeah, just kind of you know you you guys know that they're cool and you're you're promoting it and they're just saying hey you guys are cool so you're they're promoting you that's awesome I love that well, you know earlier whenever uh, when I did that first little sponsor read at the beginning of the yeah. show and I said they'll be at table three AA yeah well I texted Greg on the way here while I was driving no I didn't because I I didn't bring my phone with me yeah it was at the house <laughs> on the way home from your house yeah to my house because I had to stop and get some food. I texted him and I said, Hey man, uh, what table or asked him if he knew what number, because you know, while I did his little sponsor read today, I just want to let people know where he was at. They didn't ask me to do that. He's on vacation. Sure. You know, he's up in North Dakota, uh, but I'm in my truck and I'm thinking like, okay, well, Phoenix is sharing our stuff. Like what else can I do? I always want to do something, you know, as much extra as I can. So I said, well, shit, let me just ask awesome. him if he knows what table will be at. I'll put that out there. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, a lot of people like me go on the Blade Show. I know what table a lot of people are at. I don't know the I don't numbers. know how to look and yeah. see what table's where without that little map in the mm-hmm. little book. But I can see the whole floor in my head. Yeah. Most of it. Except for that little extra room they put on. That, what, are they, what are they calling that? The annex or whatever? The expo. Expo. Because one's the exhibition hall. The other one's the expo center or something like that. I don't know. But you need to go, Brian, dude. It's it's worth it, man. <laughs> All right, guys. It was a lot of fun. I've got to go get a hold of these customers. And uh, thanks again for having me on.
Wonderful, bud. Thank right, you man. so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being on here with us. All right. Friend. All right, man. You take it easy. Yeah, you too. See ya. Bye, All right, bud. Bye. Because he was done talking. He was ready to go. Yeah. Did you ever hit the record button? Are we still recording? Oh. Is it? Yep. It's still recording? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. I just took my damn headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over and saw the red light. Uh-oh. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been the Hustle and Grind. <laughs> Oops. I don't know what the hell we said. Thanks, guys. If you, uh, shit. No shit, we still are recording. I, was gonna tell you, I can see the red light from here. We're going to put it out. Send it. I ain't scared. Thanks, guys. Hustle and Grind. See you next week.